You're listening to The Hidden Workforce, a show about the positive impact people with different abilities make to the workforce. Brought to you by Rise Staffing. Here's Lisa Toth. Welcome to The Hidden Workforce with our special guest, Mr. Randy McGoffin, a retired special education professional. Hi, Randy. Welcome to the show. Well, thank you, Lisa. It's wonderful to be here with you today. Randy, it's really great to have you back again on The Hidden Workforce. This day, we're going to talk about success stories of the special education students that you've known throughout the years. But before we get into those stories, I wanted to ask you, what is the overall goal of a free, appropriate public education? Well, uh, education in general in the public school systems is is targeting uh, preparation for students to either continue their academic education or to enter the uh, workforce out in the world. And so all the things that we do as uh, educators should be pointed in that one of those directions. Uh, and I might point out that uh, this process takes everyone on board, administrators, teachers, therapists, counselors, parents, and all these instructional activities that teams come up with for our students have to have an anticipated outcome. Now, if educators can't explain what is to be gained by a particular activity, then perhaps they need to consider another activity with a goal aimed at improvement. I remember when I was working as a speech-language pathologist, I would sometimes have parents ask me, why are you having my child practice this certain thing at home? And I had to be able to tell them exactly why and what my goal was. And if I couldn't, then maybe I needed to back up and uh, work out something else. Now, educational goals must be aimed at developing academic skills to the greatest extent possible, regardless of disabilities. This requires accurate assessment, thoughtful planning, diligent adjustments, and sensitivity to the total needs of the individual student. For those special needs students who will not be continuing academic education after graduation, the focus must be on preparing for the world of work. There are a number of avenues for this to be able to take place in. Among the most frequent of those options are vocational technical education, work-study programs, and on-the-job training. Simply fascinating take on what the educators should be able to tell us, and I really appreciate that information. How about some success stories that you personally worked with? I have a number of them, and I will tell you, Lisa, that uh, the comments that I'm making throughout this segment actually are based on my, my um, 42 years of working with students with disabilities, 37 of those years being in the public schools. So I, I do have lots of stories. I'm going to share two with you today that are I consider success stories. The first one uh, I'm going to call Billy. Billy was a young lad I started working with in first grade. He had borderline intelligence, very low language levels. And uh, in fact, that was the focus that our team felt like we needed to place on his educational program. And um, I'm not bragging, but he was one of my success cases. In fact, I did such a good job with him in terms of developing his language skills that down the line, uh, at one meeting, the mother told me, said, when you started working with him, he had hardly any language output, 
And by the time you finished with him, we couldn't shut him up. So she didn't know whether to thank me or to, you know, want to choke me. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, little Billy also vowed throughout his uh, public school career that he was going to attend college. And because of his cognitive levels, we knew that that would be nearly an impossibility. But we never did tell him no. And we would just always encourage him to continue to work hard. And we, we tried to sort of guide him as he got into the upper grades into uh, areas that, that might uh, be more appropriate for his skill level. Well, he went ahead and uh, was able to graduate from high school. And he participated in a, in a two-year program at Tulsa Tech. And I'll talk about that one in just a couple of minutes a little bit more. Uh, and went his merry way. Well, five years later, I'm sitting in my office in late June, and he walks in the door with a big grin on his face, and he's holding a certificate. And it was an associate's degree that he received from a college. As a result of that associate's degree that he uh, earned, uh, he was able to work as a teacher assistant in a special needs program. And uh, then subsequently has worked uh, in, a, um, in a church youth ministry program. So he is, uh, he's taking advantage of the, the additional education that he got, and, uh, and he is gainfully employed down in Texas. And it was just overwhelming to see that. I'm just clapping, clapping in my <laughs> head and heart. It was a great, thrilling moment for me, I can assure you. Then there's another success story I'll tell you about. Uh, this one is uh, this student's name I'm calling John. John had multiple disabilities. He had uh, a cognitive deficit, speech and language disorders, uh, sensory integration disorder, and tick disorder, to name a few. He was a challenge uh, all the way through school, and it took a, lot of, uh, took a lot of work by the team, and it took a lot of support from the parents to get him through. But we did. And in his last two years in our school system, he participated in a work-study program at a local veterinary hospital. He was obsessed with animals. He loved animals of all kinds. Uh, we were able, fortunately, to get him involved in this work-study program. And uh, after two years, he had learned many things about the workplace, how to get along with others, how to follow the rules, uh, how to be on time when you show up to work. How to be quiet. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's true. And uh, it, it, was, it was a wonderful experience for him. And uh, as a result of that, he, he has ended up now as an adult. He works in an animal rescue program in another state. So uh, these, are, these are two uh, success programs that, uh, uh, that I've, I've, I've shared, and I, I could share many more, but time limits won't allow that. Although we would love to hear them all, I appreciate you telling us about those. Thank you for being here, Randy. I appreciate you so much. Well, thank you for having me, Lisa. You're listening to The Hidden Workforce with Lisa Toth at Rice Staffing on your home for success, FM 105.7. 